Hey everybody, Doug Walker here. Uh, enough red for you? <laughs> this is like really red. Uh, again, it's only me this time because Rob and uh, all of Chicago is sick. Good God. <laughs> it because Chicago never knows what weather it wants to be. Um, you know, and the not climate change that's going on. Uh, everybody is having trouble adapting to the weather. Their bodies are going nuts. So, uh, yeah. So, but once again, it's me. My asthma came back. I haven't had asthma since I was 11 years old. It, it's, it's fucking crazy. But anyway, um, this is talking about the box trolls, or as, uh, you probably know it, uh, every Denzel Washington movie ever made and every young adult book adapted into a movie ever made beating out a completely new and original idea. Uh, whatever anyone's like, you know, how come Hollywood is out of ideas and just recycling everything? Because we don't want to see anything new! <laughs> I mean, the, you know, I shouldn't say that. I haven't seen or heard about The Equalizer, the Denzel Washington movie that uh, won the box office. I'm gonna take a wild guess it's about Denzel Washington being a nice guy who's pushed to the edge and has to get revenge through means that are breaking the rules. Uh, and he smiles a little bit in the opening, but then throughout the majority of the film, he's really straight-faced and stone-faced, and he does great, but the rest of the movie sucks. J total shot in the dark. I'm just guessing that's what it's about. Am I close? <laughs> um, it, it, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's about something totally new. And this is Denzel's totally different performance. Maybe he plays a clown. Uh, but unlikely. And everyone says the Maze Runner sucks. So, anywho, uh, this is talking about a film I was really excited about called The Box Trolls. It's a uh, stop-motion film, very much inspired by, obviously, Nightmare Before Christmas, and uh, from the same people who did Coraline, and um, uh, Paranorman, which I love all of those movies. Uh, so I was very, very excited for this film. It's a movie about uh, this fictional place, wonderfully designed uh, kingdom in, in Britain, it looks like. Uh, and all these little box trolls are being hunted down by this evil guy in a red hat. And this baby is apparently kidnapped by these box trolls and is raised as one of them. And then years later, the boy finds out he's not a troll, he's a human boy. And he finds this girl, the girl tries to show him how the world is, and so on and so forth. And hijinks ensue! And there's a murder plot, and there's all sorts of weird, uh, crazy characters, and wonderful design worlds, yada yada yada. Um... If you watch the preview for this movie, you're like, that might be a lot of fun. It's gonna be exactly that. It's a lot of fun. It's really, really creative. It's got this wonderful feeling to it. And even though it does have that dark sort of edge to it, you know, where all the characters have big ex expressive eyes and the dark circle under them and usually small mouths. That, or the, if you're a bad guy, you have a great big mouth with ugly teeth and so on. Uh, it's actually kind of... It's actually pretty bright for, for one of these films. Uh, Paranorman at times sort of had the same thing, where it's like there were very dark characters that had dark elements, but it was actually pretty colorful. Uh, and this was kind of the same. The, the colors are kind of uniquely... What one I look for? Uniquely drab and, and kind of... Uh, you know, it, it looks like you'll sort of run through the dryer, but the color it had before was really vibrant. But when you put them all together, it still really pops. I know that sounds strange, but it's it's a good style. It's a really, really good style. Um, all the characters are a lot of fun, and the story is just unique enough to have these little twists and turns, and it's got a lot of cheese jokes, which is odd in general, but they're really good cheese jokes. <laughs> they're 
they're really funny. There, there's one where I, I mean, I laughed hard at this one about the name of these streets, and I won't give it away, but you know what it is if you've seen this movie, and the joke itself, it's kind of funny, kind of a groaner, but then the way they show it's a groaner and explain they know it's a groaner, it, it gets a great big laugh, and... It, not all the jokes work that way. A lot of them still have this charm to the story that you kind of recognize. Like, some of it is the boy, the outsider fitting in with the culture uh, that we're all familiar with. But it's it, there's a little bit more to it than that. There is sort of this message about... Um, it, it's almost thrown at the last minute, but I, I kind of like, which is about... Uh, making it instead of making it about me and I, it's making it very much about we and us, uh, and that can actually be more powerful. Um, which, like I say, it's somewhat rushed in at the end. Um, but even that, that's just one message. There's another one about uh, sort of about materialism and having that be your identity. Actually, a lot of the film is about identity, uh, and it's pretty well balanced out. There's if I had a criticism, there's two criticisms I have with the film. One is that out of all the characters and how much fun they are, the boy is probably the least interesting character, which is not to say he's bad, but he's probably got the smallest amount going on in terms of uniqueness because he's got this baggage, he's got finding his identity, he's got whether he's a troll or a boy, but it you kind of seen this before, and there's not a ton new to it, um, but luckily he's surrounded by these really creative, quirky, out-there characters. Uh, he befriends this girl who's got kind of a sadistic side. She's talking about, like, you know, ooh, do they take his toes and, like, make a necklace out of it? I mean, like, she's really kind of enjoyably messed up and really likes how messed up she is. You got this really crazy villain who's obsessed with trying to get this, uh this title, this position, which, you know, again, you would think, okay, well, that's been done to death, but the lengths he'll go, uh, especially near the end, they sort of make it look like it's going to stop at one point, and then it keeps going, and I'm thinking, ah, oh, jeez, really, we need to do this, but but it's, it's good. It, it's a smart continuation, and it emphasizes the moral even better. Uh, and then you have her father, uh, the girl's father, who's totally naive, again, obsessed with cheese. I don't... The, the, something about stop motion and cheese, because I'm thinking Wallace and Gromit had this big obsession with cheese, too. A British stop motion and cheese. I, I don't know what it is. Um, so, but yeah, it, it's all these really inventive, really fun characters. Uh, and the other criticism, if I really was to make one, uh... Uh, some scenes, not not many, but some scenes I was kind of watching, I was saying to myself, that should have been, like, 30 seconds longer. Like, 30 seconds to a minute. Like, there's a scene where he's reunited with someone, I won't give away who, who but the boy's reunited with someone, and I was saying to myself, that should have been just a little longer. It, it would have meant a little bit more. Um, and the uh, same thing about sort of relationships with people and characters in this. Uh, like I said, not much. There's only one or two scenes, but at the same time, you, you'll probably pick up on them. You'll probably recognize them and say, yeah, they could have, you could have used a little bit more there. Uh, but yeah, it's visually great. It's, um, it, it's got a great style to it. it. It's funny how, I mean, just this little idea that, like, Tim Burton started with Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, 
really has, because that's so much connected with Halloween now, Nightmare Before Christmas and the stop motion, where it used to be very much connected with Christmas, now it's very much Halloween, and this is when we look forward to the stop motion movies, and they always have to have kind of that Burton look. Uh, which I'm not against, because you don't see it any other times in movies during the year. But now you kind of know around Halloween time you're going to get these really creative films that most of the time are not going to, you know, knock over the box office, because, you know, we got our Denzel Washington movies, uh, but are usually going to get a life on DVD, and, and they're going to become sort of these cult classics, kind of like something like Return to Oz is, or those you know, or Dark Crystal, or those creepy movies you watch when you're a kid, but there was something good about them, and something that fascinated you about them, and this is one of those movies. And if you're looking for one of those movies, if you like stuff like Dark Crystal, and, uh, uh, you know, Labyrinth, or Return to Oz, those ones that had a little bit of an edge to it, uh, this is one of them. It has, it's not too dark, it's not too creepy, it's actually in many respects, very upbeat. Uh, the, the characters are very charming and likable, and they're not too dark. Uh, but there's just enough of, like, you know, they look a little creepy. Sometimes the subject they're talking about can be, you know, can, can be talking about, like, killing a character, and so on and so forth, or what lengths they'll go to to get something, and it can be a really dark length, and there's heavy shadows, but at the same time, there's still this really charming sense of humor that doesn't rely too much on pop cultural references or too many fourth wall jokes. Like, there's one or two, like I said, the one with the streets, you'll sort of know it, but, uh, yeah, it was an incredibly enjoyable film. Um, I don't know if I'll do a bum review of it, uh, again, because it only got third place. Though, to be fair, it was close to, uh, second. It, it almost tied for a second, so we'll give it that. Uh, but guys, if this movie needs more attention, it should be given more attention, because we we should want to see more of these. It's... Do you know how fucking rare it is for me to start a review without saying, let me tell you what I thought about the original? It, it, no! It, 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 you sit down, movie starts, you don't have to know anything. You don't have to be a fan of a previous franchise or a, a prequel. It's just something that holds water on its own. It's just its own thing. God, that's fucking rare. And when... Like I said, every Denzel Washington movie ever made comes out, and every young adult book adaptation comes out, and we say, yeah, more of that, please! This is why we're not getting anything new! So please, go support this movie! Go watch it! It is so much fun, it's so creative, nobody could watch this film and say, oh, I got nothing out of that. No, there is something new here in either the design, or the characters, or the story, or the dialogue, or any of this stuff. Uh, for everyone. Someone will find something they've never seen before in this film. Uh, and again, that's very rare. You just don't see that often. So I'm really pushing for you to see this film because it's a lot of fun. It's worth seeing on the big screen. The details are great. Uh, the one thing I heard, which is interesting, just side note, um, I heard that they didn't do stop motion for the faces, that they actually CG them so they can get more expression. But something they did is very clever, is they still made every face look like there's a different thumbprint on there. Because that's something you notice in stop motion, is that you see the person's thumbprint or every mold, every face moving is a different face. Uh, it is literally a different head put on. So, you know, if I was to go, huh, uh, uh, I, there, and you were to put that all together, that would be a different face for each one, and each one would have a little bit of a different texture. They do that with the CG. That is so clever. 
So, so clever. Um, at least that's what I heard. I, I could be totally wrong about that, but that is what I heard. Uh, so, whether it is or it isn't, it just, it's, it looks wonderful. It's such a fun story. It's such fun characters, and some good laughs, and just, just a good time. Go discover this film. Uh, because not enough films like this are being discovered in the appropriate amount of time. There should be more reward for these kind of films. So, go check it out, have fun. I may see you at Left Behind. Because I know Gone Girl is coming out and like a few other films, but I saw Left Behind is coming out and I... Man, I'm too curious. And I know it's like, support good films! Everyone's gonna go see Gone Girl, that's a given. You know, I don't know how many people are going to see Left Behind, <laughs> and maybe it'll be this huge surprise hit, but that's the one bad film. You know it's going to be bad. There's no way it can be good. That's the one bad film I'd just be like, yeah, if you see that, I I get it. I'm probably going to go see that, too. So after my whole spiel, I'm probably going to do that, and I'll probably do a vlog on it, too, because it's Nicolas Cage and it's Left Behind. It, one way or another, that's going to be gold. I'll be very disappointed if that's just a boring average movie. So, um... Yeah, that's about it, guys, and uh, hopefully I'll see you at Left Behind. Uh, or at Box Trolls, because I'm definitely going to go see it again, and maybe we'll see each other in the same movie theater. So uh, that's about it, and take care, guys.